0: sure um, how frequently we'll be back, but we are back. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't just call it at 100. We've just been really busy.
1: Yeah. Work has been crazy this Mm year.
0: Yes. Um, I got a full-time job doing my writing stuff, so that's been awesome. I started... So, I think our last episode was, like, September. (laughs) (laughs) It came out in, like, September 7th or something. So, by the time this one comes out, it'll be pretty much December. Um, or close to it. So yeah, we have a lot to catch you guys up on, but it's mostly just been work. And then we had our wedding celebration that we didn't get to have last year. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun, a lot of drunk people, had an (laughs) open bar, a lot more of uh, your family and my friends and stuff got to go this time. Um, so that was awesome. Um, besides that, just been the usual, I think.
1: Yeah. Just, uh. This is my last day off after yeah. the Thanksgiving break. And then I have three weeks of work and then another break.
0: Another, what, like full
1: winter? I, I don't, because I have these intercession weeks and mm-hmm. I'm like, am I supposed to work those or no? <laughs> I don't know. So you're so, not sure yet? So I'm not sure yet. So I do there a week or two weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I'm hoping, because I have this whole plan for. <laughs> Because the new Pokemon game's coming out oh in the God. end of January. so I'm took like, us
0: less than two minutes to get into Pokemon already.
1: <laughs> um, well, I mean, because another Pokemon game came out um, the weekend of our wedding celebration. Oh, that's
0: right. I forgot about that. But
1: I was like, nah, I don't want to get that one. But yeah, good call. N- but this next one, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to get it and then play for hours.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm going to have to think of something I'll be playing or watching during all that. <laughs> I am still maybe thinking about completing my 100. You know, I've been trying to watch 100 movies every year since Mm -hmm. like 2016. I've only missed one year and I think I had like 90 something. Um, As of, well, we watched Encanto today, which, Mm -hmm. what'd you think about that?
1: It was good. But then the ending, I was just kind of like, I had mixed mixed feelings about it.
0: Yeah. Um, We'll talk about it later because it just came out. So, but I liked it though. It was a good movie.
1: Yeah. I liked the music.
0: Yeah, that's good songs. Um, but I was going to say, I think that was like my 83rd movie. So I have like a month to watch 17, which is probably going to be too tough. But we'll see if I just get like a weekend where I just watch two and here and there. Yeah. But no, I, mean, I there, might there, come up there, short again. There's there, been a lot of stuff.
1: There is a girl on TikTok that um, she got a poster with IMDb's Top 100 Movies. Mm-hmm. of all time and so she's what she's been doing is watching each it's like a scratch off so oh, after yeah. she watches each, each one she scratches it off yeah and she talks about the movie so
0: it's a good well
1: yeah so I thought, and maybe if you run out of movies just watch those <laughs> hundred movies
0: i and yeah sometimes i do run out but I, you know we have all our bad movie nights that we've been doing yeah um we did watch those uh, a couple of uh, bad movies on netflix called like princess switch and then mm-hmm. the switch happens again or whatever the hell the sequel is <laughs> called um and well, i'm sure we're gonna watch a third one we just couldn't do three straight days of that i couldn't yeah no i couldn't do too it. much. but and
1: it's it's not like it's um like a terrible movie. Like it's it's a it's a Christmas movie. It's yeah, what you it's supposed to be that. Except for the second one, they added this like curveball with this other chick that looks exactly like them. Yeah,
0: that was weird. I was
1: like, okay, this is weird. <laughs>
0: Did anyway, Vanessa
1: Hudgens just want to play like a bitchy character? I think so. And just she, added that to the I mean, script.
0: Didn't wasn't she like a producer or something? In the yeah. Second? Yeah. There you go. She. Who knows what the hell happened in the third one? Mm, she probably weird. has like. She's the soul like creator writer producer (laughs) Producer. yeah um but yeah so we'll see if i can get to that if not i'll get up to maybe 90 and that'll be a win considering how busy it's been for me but um yeah before we get in i guess that was quarantine corner but um and i there is one last thing for you to try from our boxes of stuff (laughs) but before that um we have a bet that we do on on well, that,
1: yeah, because I don't... did. Was football season started? Um,
0: uh, doesn't it start in October or something?
1: Well, the preseason is August. And okay. I think the first game was like beginning of September.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, we probably were either at the very beginning or football didn't start yet, but we, we do a weekly thing where we kind of randomly choose and, um, you know, by the end of the season, whoever wins the most weeks, um, the other one has to buy them like an expensive... Or something, um, or dinner. but we just started recently getting like a bad shot for the loser each week. And as of now, um, I had like nine of the winning teams out of like twelve, so there's no way for her to come back. So she just took a sniff out of it. Um, I just got a regular shot, like a like a screwdriver shot. Just because I want to And enjoy this is this.
1: this is peanut butter and jelly.
0: Peanut butter and jelly whiskey, I think. And oh. whiskey already, we don't like. I gave you like it's half a shot, so um, cheers, Mindy. Let's what, see.
1: Let me. It smells like. It smells like peanut butter.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it, it. Okay, she's taking it.
1: No, that's not bad. Oh, hmm? well, that's
0: not satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually like pretty, pretty I can good. Smell it.
1: It's pretty good. I think you would like it.
0: Well, I do... Oh, it's very overpoweringly peanut butter.
1: But it doesn't taste over peanut buttery.
0: Okay. Well, I need to get a... Man, I had to take a fucking black pepper vodka (laughs) shot last time, and that was disgusting. Both times, I think. Um,
1: Maybe the universe is on my side.
0: (laughs) I guess so. All right. Hold on one second. Okay. So I went ahead and got the rest of it since I gave you half. Okay. So I'm going to try it now. Oh, shit. That's good.
1: What if I like was such a great actress that it was actually like shit?
0: That would have been a really good scheme, but that does taste pretty damn tasty. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah, that's good. All right, whatever that was, There's was an elephant on the cover of it. Yeah, but, like
1: I don't taste any whiskey.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like I want to get that now. <laughs> if anybody ever wants to have a whiskey and they don't like the taste of whiskey, well, I think find it that would make
1: a good, like Christmas drink.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That might be something we can do. <laughs> we just discovered a new delicious drink, and even though it was supposed to be a, punish- to be a punishment, god damn it. <laughs> well, anyway, um, all right, let's move on. I know you already saw the little bag I yeah. have over here. I
1: just don't know what it is.
0: Me neither. So let me, okay, we're, we're going into the Mindy Tries It segment. This is, uh, I don't know if it'll be our last one because we're out of snacks, <laughs> um, unless we make a venture out to that store again. But this is where she tries a new Japanese snack. I'm gonna give you one here. It just looks like a little green cylinder.
1: Yeah, it has like a character on it.
0: Yeah, like a, like a of like a letter or something, right?
1: Well, I mean, if you look at it this way, it looks like a man dancing going like. Oh yeah, oh, it
0: does oh. look like that.
1: And then <laughs> if you turn it around, it doesn't look anything. Like now, if you put it backward, upside down, then it looks like a character.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like a seashell, also. Yeah. Okay, so it's like a it's a candy. It's pretty small, and it says Wafu... Yuk Ajimacha. Aji Matcha.
1: Oh, so it's matcha flavored, I guess?
0: I guess, whatever that is. Ingredients are sugar, syrup, green tea powder, citric acids. It's matcha. Um, soy le- lecithin. Pentean soybeans. Okay. <laughs> you want to try it? Yeah.
1: Mm, it's hard.
0: Yeah. This might be something you have to suck on for a while.
1: Yeah, it tastes like green tea.
0: We give over hears this. He's going to say that's what she said to that. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. We we might end up having to. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's
1: good. I wouldn't like. I, I wouldn't eat it casually as a candy.
0: Yeah. It's it just, does taste like green tea. Just sweet green tea mm-hmm. candy.
1: Yeah, um, and it's like I would finish it, but we gotta do a podcast. So. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll just put it into our shot glasses for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we'll take care of that later. All right. So this week. We're going to be talking about heroes with disabilities. Yeah. I know you will have a lot to say about this one because you.
1: I work with kids with disabilities.
0: Closely work with, and you are a hero for doing that. Mm-hmm. So this is like about you. My mm-hmm. se- segment isn't about you though, but. Uh, I would. I would hope <laughs> what if you so. Just did <laughs> years about yourself.
1: Yeah. No. I'm amazing. That's. That. I hope that's why you married me.
0: <laughs> um, um, so.
1: But yeah, I mean, um, my kids with disabilities are pretty great. Um, I think I struggle a bit more with the kids that have like behavioral difficulties, mm-hmm. uh, emotional things, and things like that. Um, well, usually the kids with like depression and anxiety, I usually can get along with those kids fine. It's just those kids that have like, um, like, are defiant and things like that. Mm-hmm. I struggle the most with them for sure. But. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like I really like my kids. They're funny. Even like the the kids that like the campus tells me they're bad kids. Um, like I had, I, test, I tested a student the uh, like a couple of weeks ago, and the and the um, what
0: was his full name? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the admin was like, we called the parent for them to like you know sit just in case the student decides to run, and I'm like. I, don't think that's going to happen but i was okay i was like all right well and so the, the parent was there and i was like you know this is gonna ha- this is what i'm gonna do so i mean if uh if uh, i do need you i'll text you but if we're all good then you know i'll just say that you can go back home
0: right
1: the kid was perfectly fine <laughs> he was actually really fun to hang out with and uh. do the with. so um yeah, I think I, I was telling the campus, I was like, after that, I was like, I think maybe only like 5% of the students I test are like, not, I can't, I can't test them. I can't like find a way to bribe them. Yeah. I can't bribe them. Um, and it's usually either because their behavior is so severe that it's like, it's not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> or they have like a really severe disability. Like they can't like, you know, there's something with their motor skills that they can't okay. do or intellectually, they're not able to do the tests. Right. So, it's rare that it happens.
0: So it's, it's it's rare that it's like a behavioral.
1: Yeah, reason. even yeah, even some with some of the behavior kids, like I can bribe them with like talkies or like <laughs> yeah. talk to like their, te- their a teacher that they like and be like, hey, can you help me like you know, yeah, come get this kid in to you know do this test with me, and for the most part it usually works, but it's those rare occasions where I can't do anything.
0: Hmm. So. All right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about your, your job as we go on. Um, before we get into all of that, we do have to do, um, our usual questioning Florida. So let's uh, get that over with here. All right. So this has nothing to do with the topic. Thankfully, no, like, People with disabilities were taken advantage of in this. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Did not want to g- go into that. Yeah,
1: you pissed me. Uh, th- not you personally, <laughs> right. but I would like get whoever. Off.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is from wfla.com. This is from November 12th of this year, so very recent. It is pretty bad, though. Headline. Florida man posed as a doctor on dating sites, swindled 750,000 from women. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, this kind of has to do with the, the circle we just watched. I mean, it doesn't have to do with the show, but but it's like about catfishing. It's about catfishing. So, um, let me read what the hell this guy did. 750 K man. That's crazy. A Florida man who pretended to be a surgeon to meet women on dating sites and steal their money was indicted on federal charges. Brian Brainard Wedgworth.
1: <laughs> Wedgworth. He just sounds like an asshole with that last name.
0: I mean, it's also Brian Brainard. It's Brian Brain. It's literally Brian Brain. Like, like this. His whole name is a mess. I had
1: a teacher in and
0: BBW. All right, okay.
1: in my undergrad, where his name was Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> it got to a point, I guess, cause like, I guess people started like wrote his name as brain <laughs> on their essays and it's like, yes, i know, like, I'm very smart, but just my name is Brian. <laughs> not b-r-i-a-n not brain
0: say that's one reason you might want to go with the y if you name your child <laughs> brian just well, I
1: don't, be. I, yeah again I, I, the, that spelling doesn't bother me at all
0: no it, it's it's fine it's just it does look like brain when written out yeah i still remember like in ninth grade i think i just remember it was like the year uh september 11th happened so oh yeah i was in ninth grade and
1: I was in third grade.
0: I didn't write my name weird. I don't think. Shut up. And, <laughs> but anyway, like, um, my geography teacher just like, he kept going, he was, you know, he was just, uh, saying everybody's name to give them their papers. And then he goes, Sasha He's <laughs> like, Sasha. And I'm like, who is he talking to? And then he looked at it again. He's like, oh, Josh. <laughs> I was like, I guess maybe my J was weird on that particular. Maybe. Uh, but I was in ninth grade. It's not, like, it's not like I was doing my J backwards like I did in kindergarten. <laughs> uh, I did do that. That was true. Um, anyways.
1: Well, that's a, that's appropriate. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's what we expect. And people always think like, oh, they're... They're dyslexic because they do their numbers in, in letters backwards and they're like in first grade. <laughs> like, just like, no,
0: because they're like six. They're still
1: learning how to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give them a break. Jeez.
0: <laughs> All right. Wedgeworth is said to have swindled money from at least 21 people in Florida, Texas, California, Louisiana, Alabama, Tennessee, and Maryland. Dang. That's, <laughs> like, most of them were Southern and then he just went to Maryland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, why
0: not? Yeah. According to the indictment, uh, he met his victims on dating apps such as Bumble, Plenty of Fish, and Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> he claimed to be a physician and surgeon who had attended and worked at prestigious universities and hospitals. The women gave Wedgeworth their banking and credit card information after he promised to help them pay off their debts. Mm. It's already a red flag, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I guess if he's a surgeon, they were like, oh, we should trust him. But, I mean.
1: I would be like, I'd send them maybe my Venmo. Like just the, my username, and like if you want to send me money.
0: Oh yeah, because that's just a one-way thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good call. See, you could be a one of his, like, cap not captors. Like you could you would have been the one to catch him, I think. Yeah. Um, he, he would then pay off the debts using bank accounts that were previously closed and had insufficient funds, and the women were, they were notified that their debts had been paid in full when they were not. Prosecutor said he fraudulently added himself. As an authorized cardholder to some accounts, and would increase his victims' credit card limits or obtain lines of credit and cash advances in their name. With their money, he would buy tickets to sporting events and Rolex watches. Mm. Yeah, um, he told the women he didn't like, have. What sporting?
1: I don't know. I bet you for the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> it's Florida, so I don't know. Dolphins.
1: That dolphins. Um but are doing so great. Like, why would you? Uh, I don't know.
0: Um, he told the women he didn't have enough money to keep the lights on at his practice because he was paying their debts and his account was frozen due to a malpractice lawsuit. That's another red flag. Yeah. They started...
1: (laughs) What was a malpractice? Like, did you murder people or...
0: They started wiring him money and sending him cash and checks. Wedgworth also convinced the women to buy him jewelry and watches. He allegedly fleeced them out of more than $750,000 in funds and property in total. Dang. Prosecutors also accused him of making fraudulent statements to avoid detection. A woman had confronted Wedgworth after discovering he was a convicted felon using a fake name. He told her he was working for the government in an undercover capacity and needed to become incarcerated to catch correctional officers who were committing crimes. I don't think he would be on the convicted felon <laughs> <laughs> list if he was an undercover.
1: Yeah, the, uh, I'm sure like...
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe if that was like...
1: Part of the plan or yeah. something. I don't. I don't know how that works. I'm not a police officer or anything <laughs> like that.
0: He told her the various media reports, which referred to him as the Casanova scammer, were part of his cover story.
1: Is he even that hot? (laughs) They don't have a picture of him, so
0: no mugshot in this one. He was arrested in Tennessee on charges of wire fraud, mail fraud, aggravated identity theft, and money laundering. If convicted, he faces up to 20 years in prison, um, up to 10 for the money laundering accounts, and a minimum mandatory sentence of two years in prison, consecutive to any other imprisonment that might be imposed. For the uh, aggravated identity theft, so a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, for this, I think going forward, me and you maybe you can just rate him on the douchebag scale. Okay, this, there's yeah, this we don't need to do a Florida Man score. That's kind of a lot more work <laughs> to pull that up every time and and uh, pinpoint each thing. So what's he this, would have a lot of Florida Man score though?
1: Like what is like what's number what's
0: so one would be like, like if he just. Um, you know, like, uh, like indecent exposure. I was going to say something piss related, too. Isn't that weird?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like we should be married. Right?
0: I was, yeah. I was going to say indecent exposure, like he pissed outside. And then you said pee Some What were you going to say, though? <laughs>
1: like pee on someone's front
0: yard. <laughs> <laughs> OK. I, I'm not going to say like a person. No. That'd be not a one. Um, yeah. One would be that. Ten would be um, probably killing uh, puppies or something. <laughs> OK. Um, but maybe not on this, because we're never going to have a, a story with people dying in it. Um, unless it's about death, but for Florida Man, um, ten will have to just be like something really horrible that's not, you okay. know, that that's within our stories, not okay. like a murder or rape or something. Okay. But I would give this a solid eight. Six. Are you going six? Okay, well that's a seven then. Yeah. If we're if we're gonna do it at the same time, <laughs> so we'll give him a seven.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of money
0: and twenty-one it, people yeah yeah
1: and they were like already in dead now he probably made it worse
0: yeah yeah so. not cool Mm-mm. okay uh yeah it was a casanova scammer brian brainard wedgworth <laughs> very like british name or something wedgworth
1: mm-hmm. maybe um, that's how he got the women to like him he's like i'm british I'm <laughs> brian
0: English. brainard wedworth wedgworth wedgworth the third <laughs> All right, so um I do have something that I will get into, but um, I know you looked into something I'm sure you had plenty of ideas for this yeah topic
1: um I didn't so, go ahead. I didn't go with my initial one that I was gonna do because I wanted like everyone knows like Frida Kahlo and uh, you know Wait, Stephen she uh she like she had a car accident when she was young, and so because of that she suffered from like you know cl- uh, uh, chronic pain oh, Okay. Oh for a lot of her life mm. um yeah she was in bed for a long time um uh what was the other person i just said oh um, uh, you said stephen hawking stephen hawking yeah like those typical a common one yeah um but i wanted to do one a person like i never heard of oh, okay but he did contribute to society and he did have not a physical um illness or disability or anything but he definitely did have disability which Mm -hmm. i'll go into so i'm going to talk about john nash okay does that name sound familiar to you okay good
0: straight up nash
1: yes okay um so he's actually american he was yeah tennessee west virginia Ah, okay close um so i don't know much about his him growing growing up or anything um but what I do know is that he attended um, Carnegie Mellon University. Um, he got a bachelor's and a master's in mathematics. He originally was going for, like, uh, chemistry and physics, but then was, like, his teacher, one of his teachers was like, no, you're really good at math. You should <laughs> probably do that. And he was like, okay.
0: The anti-Mindy.
1: <laughs> right? And Well, I mean, I'm not very good at physics or chemistry either, so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like things go up in the air and then they fall down. <laughs> um anyways and so um then after he graduated with his master's um he went to do his graduate studies at princeton and so um pretty good school yeah prestigious um so he just generally made significant contributions to economics and math um, one of his biggest accomplishments was his dissertation for his doctorate degree on non-competitive games. Um, and there is a... Um, There's
0: a degree on non-competitive games? Is that what you said?
1: A, no, his dissertation.
0: I mean, okay. Dissertation. Yeah.
1: For the graduate degree. For his PhD. Okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and so in his thesis, it had the definition of something he came up with called Nash equilibrium. <laughs> no, I can't say it. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh-oh, she's taking an early sip.
1: Equilibrium. <laughs> there we go. What
0: was the full term, though? <laughs> you said Nash? Equali- yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> named
1: after him. Um, so I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can, because um, it's kind of hard to understand. Um, so basically, um, when we say non-cooperative games... It's yeah. like there's two people going against each other, right? And so, this basically what it's saying is that um, there's uh, like player A and player B have like a um, like a purpose. Like they have a strategy they're mm-hmm. going into and they know the other person's strategy. And so what this is trying to like say is that um, if person B knows person A's strategy and person A's strategy knows pe- Person's B strategy, then they'll probably stick to their own strategy they thought at first. And so it's kind of even. So let me give you an example. So let's say, like, there's a car, right? And there's two cars going at the same time. And so there's one car.
0: One has a red light and the other runs it, like you were just talking about. Yeah,
1: exactly. It (laughs) happened to me.
0: It just happened to you earlier.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you know, (laughs) and and let's imagine this is a world that doesn't have any laws. And so they can either choose to follow, like if the car has a green sign, the green light, they can either decide to, you know, follow the rules and go straight or or don't or don't and stop. Or the other car that has the red light can decide to stop or keep going and disregard, you know, that rule that right. red is red stop, green and go. And so they know like each other's like they know the rules and they know the the the, the, the uh, I guess the strategy yeah. of the other person, yeah. and so they have to make a choice and either if they follow the rules or they disregard them. And so in this case, if they both follow the rules, they end up winning because the cur- the person that goes, you know, they go, right. and the person that stopped, you stop. He waits a little bit, but at least they're both they don't both get into accidents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like a. Um, that kind of concept that this he wrote in his paper. Wrote about
0: and you said it was non cooperative?
1: Yeah. So it's. Because
0: <laughs> I thought you said non competitive at first.
1: No, non cooperative games. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, there's. The first there's cooperative. Time you said, okay, it doesn't matter. There's cooperative <laughs> games. There's a whole. <laughs> it's an economic shit and also like social psychology. It's a lot of things involved, but that's yeah. basically what the rule says. Okay. Essentially,
0: that's an interesting topic. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, um, the thesis, his thesis actually won the Nobel Prize in 1994 in economic sciences.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: Yeah. So, he's a uh, pretty he got that. big deal. Yeah. I think it's like the highest prize you can get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Nobel.
1: Yeah. Um, he also contributed to real algebraic geometry. Um, he created something called the Nash em- uh, embedding, embedding theorem, and he wrote papers on partial differential equations. Um, and I did—I tried to figure out what those were, but there were more <laughs> math things, and I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I can't.
0: "Numbers scary. <laughs> I can't.
1: <laughs> I can't do that. So Greek
0: letters and stuff.
1: So, but he did—he did that. He did that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I was like, at least I need to know what the main thing he's <laughs> known for. Try to understand it a little bit. Yeah, this other stuff is like, it's important, but like, I'm not gonna take the time to try to figure this shit out. <laughs> of course. Um, he also advanced views on evolutionary psychology um, about the b- value of human diversity and the potential be- benefits of apparently apparently non-standard behaviors or roles. Mm. So, I guess. Yeah, It's a lot. Um, Despite Nash's intelligence and accomplishments, he suffered from severe mental illness. Mm. Uh, uh, Nash's mental illness first began to manifest in a form of paranoia. His wife later described his behavior as erratic. Um, Nash seemed to believe that all men who wore red ties were a part of the communist conspiracy (laughs) against him. He mailed letters to embassies in Washington, D.C. declaring that they were... um, Establishing a government. Nash's psychological issues crossed into his professional life when he gave um, a lecture at Columbia University in 1959. He was intended to present proof of something called the Riemann hypothesis. Um, but apparently during the lecture, he, he like, did not know what they were saying. You know what I mean? Like he was, he, they couldn't understand what oh, he was like. Talking, so yeah. He was just so like
0: advanced. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, no, he was just like, just everything that he was saying, like, even like his colleagues in the room were like, oh,
0: like, like because of,
1: yeah, because of his oh, mental okay, illness, okay, okay. we're like, we don't know what he's trying to tell us. Yeah. Um, and so he was admitted to the um, hospital uh, later that year. Um, for about a month, and he was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Oh, shit. Um, And so, if you don't know what paranoid schizophrenia is, um, it's basically a type of uh, mental illness where a person believes um, there are false um, people that are trying to get at them. Um, And so, sometimes these people, like... um, they think that because they hear these auditory um or perceptual like um
0: Yeah, it's like hallucinations yeah, or
1: yeah, hallucinations essentially. Um, and so um yeah. So that's why he was talking about the guys with red ties. Right. Um and he's so, just talking about Republicans. I guess so. <laughs> Um, and so, um, you know, after a while of suffering, he started to have a lack of motivation for life and um, had a mild clinical depression, which is, I mean, something common yeah. um, that happens with people with uh, paranoid schizophrenia. I actually have a student that has that. Hmm. Um, but anyways, um, so and then he had to be admitted back in 1961. So that was about two years later. Um, and he went to the New Jersey State Hospital in Trenton. Um, and over the next nine years he'd had he 'd spent periods of time in these psych- psychiatric hospitals for treatment um, and so there was this this crazy um, treatment that they used to do at these hospitals it 's called um i had it here somewhere oh um oh, insulin shock therapy
0: mm. Anytime there's shock <laughs> in it, it's not great.
1: Yeah. So basically what they did is that they repeatedly injected him with large doses of insulin oh, to no. produce daily comas for several weeks. What? So they would just induce him into comas with putting too much insulin in his body.
0: God, no, that's impossible.
1: Well, and I, I mean, yes, it helped his mental illness because he was not like <laughs> al- not, uh, conscious.
0: Conscious to be ill.
1: Yeah. So.
0: It's <laughs> not the best way to do it.
1: Yeah. So, um a lot of the, so a lot of the, the time that he was alive in the 1960s was coming in and out of those um hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, after 1970, um he was never committed to a hospital again. Um he rarely took um you new know, the, the medication that they, they prescribed him and he eventually was able to recover just over time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he spent really the, the rest of his life um, in the Princeton mathematics department um, where his eccentricity is there.
0: What just happened there? <laughs> so you're new thing now? Like if you mess up, you got to take a drink? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a lot of drinking.
1: I knew this word before. I was like, I'm not going to have difficulty saying this word.
0: <laughs> it's when the lights are on.
1: <laughs> I guess so. It's. <laughs>
0: He had he had his what? You, just try it. No. Come on.
1: No. I'm going to skip it then.
0: Just spell it. No. Wait, you don't want to spell it? No. Existential crisis? No. Just, what was the sentence before the word?
1: No, I'm going to go. It's over. Oh my God. No.
0: This is what people love about the show and you're going <laughs> to deprive them of that.
1: Yeah.
0: You don't. Need, no. you, you tried it one time. No. Try it one more time. No. Okay. I want to know what the word is at least.
1: Well, you can read it if you want to. <laughs>
0: okay. Show it to me. Here you go. This one. Okay. Um, The word is accent. (laughs) (laughs) Accentricities? Is that what it is? Eccentricities? Yeah. Eccentricities. Yeah. Yeah. That's like his uh, strange, his weird, uh, bizarre. There's another word for it I can't think of, but.
1: He's eccentric, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go. See, you got that one. (laughs) That is a hard one. I'll give you that.
1: Um. So, yeah, I mean, so he just kind of was kind of like the kind of weird guy. Yeah. In, in
0: Princeton. But he did but, a lot of cool shit.
1: Yeah, he did a lot of cool shit.
0: And hopefully, they all learned from him that uh, they probably shouldn't do insulin shock therapy.
1: Yeah, they this, they stopped okay, for sure. Good. It's not a That's thing another anymore. Another contribution he had. Well, I don't think it was just with him. Like right. they did it for a lot of people with schizophrenia oh, yeah. at the
0: time. Hmm. So. He's just uh, a notable one.
1: Yeah. Um, Nash's struggle with mental illness was highlighted in a 1998 biography titled A Beautiful Mind.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And the 2001 movie, um, A Beautiful Mind, based on the biography, featured Russell Crowe playing Nash. Yeah. Um, The movie won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So I did not know that. I guess I don't remember. I don't I'm really am not really good with character names in movies, but Yeah, I never seen a real beautiful guy. Yeah.
1: I'd never seen a beautiful mind, but I saw a clip and I was like, Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it checks out
1: Yeah. Um yeah, there's a scene um that I saw where it explains um his theory about the um the Nash equilibrium. Mm-hmm. There you and go. and so it's it was like talking about um Russell Crowe was like like this his four guy friends wanted to get with one. Blonde chick, and so he like at that time. I guess he used like, okay, well, if they all go for that one chick, no one's gonna win. Um, but if they don't go for that one chick and go for other other girls, they still get someone. Yeah, you know. So it's
0: like, part of that whole kind of his dissertation in the first place.
1: Yeah. So uh, and also the guy from Monk uh, that that was the helper for the captain.
0: Oh, yes. Randy Disher.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was in that
0: movie. <laughs> he's in Beautiful Mind? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember it. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but...
1: Well, he, at least it was in that one scene I saw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. I just saw Russell Crowe in that movie about him being like a road rage, scary dude.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, he's good. But man, he's huge now.
1: Oh, like, size-wise? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I it might have been for a role. I don't know. I'm not fat shaming or anything, but he's he just looks very different than, like he's usually you know, gladiator well, uh, <laughs> obviously yeah. that he would but just in general but he's you know did a great job good movie
1: yeah um unfortunately nash did end up dying along with his wife on march 23rd 2015 in a car accident at the new jersey turnpike oh. they're on a way home from a trip from norway
0: don't tell me somebody ran a red light <laughs>
1: I hope not. <laughs> I, I actually, I do remember. I do remember hearing about this because I think at the time I still lived back home in PA. And Wait, I just, what year was it? Uh, 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I do remember like, um, like seeing on the news that some famous person had died on the New Jersey Turnpike. Because mm. I mean, I used to go on that Turnpike a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so I didn't know who it was, but now I know. Mm. It was this guy, John Nash.
0: Very so, important guy.
1: Yeah, so there you go. He did a bunch of, like, economic and math stuff that I don't know. But I'm sure it's very important. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, good stuff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I guess we. it's important to also shout out, uh, before I get wrap it up here, others, uh, like, uh, I'm sure you wanted to maybe talk about Malala or anybody, like, at some point, but we have a lot of, there's a lot that could be talked about in this well yeah <laughs>
1: well i thought because i i knew i do know some people that are like recent that have yeah disabilities and things like that but that's not my role like i do the past stuff yeah so. exactly so yeah um, but I, I really wanted to do him above anyone else that i found just because uh, a lot of the times you know disabilities are not physical and so you know mental illnesses like schizophrenia bipolar depression um they're psychological, but they're still debilitating enough to be like, yeah, that's a disability. It, the The definition of disability is some kind of uh, external thing or internal thing that affects a person so much that they can't function normally. Yeah. Normally, so.
0: I, I was originally going to like do like a quiz corner, but then I'm like, this is your expert field; like, you would know. <laughs> so then. Well, I mean, I you mean, could try. No, I'm. Well, the ones I remember. There was one that was, like, one out of how many Americans have a disability in their life at some point or something. Oh. And that was, it was multiple choice. Oh, okay. But I don't know if you know offhand. Well, I mean... Or it, what you remember hearing.
1: Well, I mean, because I just know that, you know, when we do, like, special ed, like, mm-hmm. usually it's about 8 to 13% of the students should um, be in special education. It's not a, it's not a big number. Because... Um, I mean technically, like if we're looking at it, the whole population mm-hmm. um, that's about how many people have a disability
0: okay, yeah, I think what I saw was like one in five end up having one mm-hmm. at some point um but the other one like I had seen was another multiple choice was which of the following is the most commonly diagnosed mental health condition and like anxiety yeah, that was <laughs> see it was depression anxiety a d h d and p t s d and, uh, yeah, anxiety disorder was, uh, 18% of adults have an, an anxiety disorder of some kind. Another one was, um... That's me. <laughs> i
1: <I'm> the 18%. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Which of the following, or, um, which of these is required for a service animal? Having a certification, wearing identification, such as a vest or tag, both of those or neither of those? Oh. This is, like, le- less... less in your field, so... Yeah. I thought...
1: Yeah, because I, I don't want kids that have surface animals. Yeah. Which is sad, because um, that'd be great if they did. Um, I would say they would need to have both, no?
0: Uh, no, it's actually neither. Really? Yeah, it says uh, they must be individually trained to perform the task needed by the owner, but no specific certification or identification is required, so... Yeah. I feel like it, was, it would make sense, but... I guess it's just not something you need. Guess so. Yeah, but I did end up just pivoting to this um, because I thought you might enjoy it. It is the eight most disability-friendly countries for vacation, mm. and um, there's eight of them. I don't have to like go deep into each because I just have a few sentences. But I wanted to give you a chance to guess. Maybe give you like a three-strike rule. So okay. if you want to start guessing, and then when you get three strikes, we'll just get in and see if you can get any of these. Okay. Um, and then, I don't know what year this was from. This is from elderguru.com. It's just uh, somewhere I found, so it's going to be kind of a crapshoot, but...
1: I would say maybe Canada.
0: Canada is one.
1: Um, uh, there's got to be some European countries in there. Like, maybe... Like, Denmark? <laughs>
0: uh, Good. Um, I forget if... <laughs> <laughs> I always, I get confused with, oh, no, no, it's, I don't think so.
1: But I'm in the right area, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, you are. I'm all looking at it up while.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so Denmark is like near France-ish, but it's not France. All
0: right, that's two. You got France. Oh, <laughs> Give, really? I'm giving you France. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just because you said the word. Um, okay, you have one strike. You have uh, France and Canada.
1: Okay. Mm, the United States.
0: The United States is not on here now. Mm, Shame. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I'm gonna go with a complete guess here and say maybe like Singapore.
0: No, that's a good guess. Um, Singapore is not on here. All right. So you got you got a couple, but let me get go through them. Uh, the first one on here is Australia. Oh, okay. The program Sydney for all provides a guideline that includes mobility access for wheelchairs, sign language availability, and paths suitable for the blind and low vision. Museums, gardens, cathedrals, and the Sydney Opera House are committed to providing accessibility. Next one is Germany.
1: Is that, so is that number 10 or? Uh,
0: they're not like ranked or anything. Oh, okay. I think, I mean, I don't think they are. They're just listing eight. Uh, oh, okay. Ber- Berlin is a historic city that's striving to become barrier free. The city has adapted to accommodate wheelchair-bound, uh, blind, or partially sighted, deaf and hard of hearing, and limited mobility visitors and residents.
1: See, I would figure like in countries like that where there's historical buildings and things like that, I, I figured maybe it'd be harder to make it mm-hmm. disability ex- uh, like accessible because they don't want to dis- like you know right. change the building. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, There was some about that, and I think in the next one, actually, where they got around that, even with historical stuff, because the next one is UK. Mm. London has the black taxi cabs, which are considered the most wheelchair accessible taxis in the world, making getting around that much easier. Stratford-upon-Avon is another accessible stop in your tour of the UK. Um, Garrick Inn is the oldest pub in town and provides accommodations for those with disabilities. The Royal Shakespeare Company offers sign language, audio descriptions for the blind, infrared headsets, and an induction loop amplification system at their performances. Hmm. So that's a lot of... Uh, also, you know, that not
1: that a Ferris wheel? I feel like people in wheelchairs could be able to get into that because it's not like... It's pretty big. <laughs> and it's, like, it's not like... What city is that? Do you know? That's in London. Oh, okay. I forget what the Ferris wheel is called, but Mm -hmm. it's pretty big. And like, I think they have even bars like (laughs) in the Yeah,
0: I I, I mean, I cut some of these out, like some paragraphs. So that's possible that was in there too. Mm -hmm. And then France, like you said, Paris allows people with disabilities to visit many tourist attractions for free. The Eiffel Tower's first two levels are wheelchair accessible. City buses uh, are wheelchair friendly, and most of the sidewalks have curb cuts and crosswalks. Mm -hmm. So good job, France. Number five is Brazil. Rio de Janeiro manages to hold its own when it comes to accessibility mostly because the city did major renovations in preparation for the 2016 Summer Olympics and Paralympics. Mm. So it's kind of like they they did that to prepare for that and they're like, "Well, let's just keep it going."
1: Well, cuz it's crazy because Rio de Janeiro is just like so mountainous.
0: Yeah. Feel like it'd be really hard. That was part of it that I that I just left out because it was like it's hard for it, you know, Brazil to be considered that, but they did some work, you know, it's a major city. Hey, so. but
1: those hey, those um olympians from the paralympics like they could probably get some air, like some speed on those hills <laughs> yeah. and their experience so.
0: <laughs> and then also the copacabana uh beach has a paved asphalt bike path that works well for wheelchairs too and the six lifeguard towers have wheelchair accessible toilets hmm. next one is unexpected is thailand
1: uh i knew some asian city <laughs> Like you said singapore yeah
0: yeah that was like why i said it was a good guess so there's a, um, disabled sailing Thailand has a chapter with nine boats and parasailing. While not all the hotels in this resort area are accessible, the Royal Cliff Hotels group have portable wooden ramps, adjusted peepholes and Braille adapted elevators. Hmm. Um, Pattaya beach resort is entirely step-free with lower counters and controls throughout in addition to Braille menus. So that's pretty cool. Yeah couple more here number seven is netherlands this is where i got denmark confused oh, okay. I'm like okay there's a scandinavian country but netherlands is also holland i think well i, I know now because i looked it up
1: yeah it's a, they don't have <laughs> like weird group of countries I, I'm like
0: yeah i just get confused it's like netherlands and then amsterdam is in netherlands and there's norway and then there's like scandinavian countries but that's just a group of those three
1: i thought the scandinavian <laughs> countries were like norway sweden and, and sweden. finland yeah yeah, I knew that, that much. I just... That little peninsula yeah. thing. <laughs>
0: Am- so Amsterdam offers a variety of cruises with ramps and lifts for wheelchairs. Since the city is made up of canals, you can see the sights easily. They also have the Van Gogh Museum, the Rieks Museum, and Heineken Experience Museum, all of which are handicap accessible. And there's like a lot of different uh, areas you can see, like that the tourists would want to see. Yeah. And then last one is Canada was your first guess. Um, Quebec offers an accompanying leisure card, which allows companions to enjoy tourist attractions for free or reduced prices. You can also take up a game of your choice at the casino de Montreal or take in a hockey game at the ball center arena, both of which are handicap accessible. So yeah, the U S didn't make this cut, but the U S is huge. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of the more progressive cities, the more um, selfless cities and (laughs) states, I guess. Um, I'm sure California is a lot more handicap handicap accessible than, say, I mean, I'm not going to insult another state, but you know who you are, Um, (laughs) (laughs) my own. (laughs) But I mean, I'm sure there's work being done on that every day it's just hard to see with so much crap going on
1: yeah i mean I, we don't really get to see it because we, we never think about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i never have to worry about like if i can get on the sidewalk right yeah it's yeah.
0: something that you take for granted if you don't um if you don't have a disability or if you uh don't have a, a need that's that people that just don't really think about and let, it's something you take for granted so
1: yeah but it's something I've had to think about now right. Right? With, my, with my work in school. Cause you know, even with my kids with physical disabilities, like a lot of them are just like, you know, they just, they're in a wheelchair and that's yeah. the only thing like behaviorally, they're fine. Intellectually, they're fine. Academically, they're fine. And so for like, for those kids we're like, they can use the elevator <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to get on the second floor. And then they like, they don't have to take the fitness tests or right. anything. So it's just like, simple things like that, that help, you know? Yeah. So,
0: all right. Well, we learned a lot here, I think. And, um, yeah, I mean, for those that don't know by now, Mindy d- deals with this all the time. Um, it has a lot of experience with it and it's really cool that she's able to help with that help find out which kids might need, you know, special services and stuff like that. So it's, it's near and dear to her heart. Glad we were able to do this episode on our return. Yeah, We'll be back um, yeah, so whenever <laughs> the hell we feel like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like I, I like my kids with disabilities more than like regular kids. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fair.
0: Like typical you developing develop kids. develop relationships with them, yeah. yeah. And also, mm-hmm. you know, the typical developing t- kids are like doing fucking tiktoks and Fortnite dances and shit
1: that's true but my kids have abilities some of them are doing it, not
0: all of them. <laughs> it's just not as annoying when they do it
1: yeah it's like i get a kid like that sometimes and i'm like oh man i wish you were like had like a, like a weird interest i could have like <laughs> like i had a student that was like really into um true crime oh yeah for a little for mm-hmm. she was a little bit young for it but <laughs> i was like oh yeah that's cool mm-hmm
0: Maybe don't go too deep into it for now, but yeah, you can yeah, dabble like, in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, like you're still in elementary school t- but <laughs> oh, yeah, that's early. <laughs> <laughs> so but I mean just uh you know, it's nothing Got nothing a wrong.
0: Tiny little murder now.
1: Yeah, she she um she really liked um uh what was it called? Criminal writer? Minds. Oh
0: okay. Oh, isn't that like bad to watch?
1: <laughs> yeah, well I mean she's he, she wasn't like in birth grade or anything. Okay. She was she was a little bit older okay. but still. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I, I I, 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 I want to not judge her. Cause I'm not like, right. I, I, cause I, I'm interested in too, but at the same time I'm like, you know, I don't want to like encourage her to like look up like crime scene. <laughs> yeah. And things yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. A line. I, get, I get what you mean.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're officially back yep. and, um, it's good to be back. Thank you for anybody that might Still be sticking around. That hasn't forgotten that we haven't released something in like <laughs> over two months. Um, but we'll still be back periodically, um, anytime we can, because we still enjoy this, uh, doing this as much as we ever did. So, thanks for everybody that stuck around for a hundred. Let's see how much further we can take this. For now, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here and go grab a refill. Right, bye. bye.
1: Okay, treat time. <laughs> And well, I mean, I'm not very good at physics or chemistry either, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's like things go up in the air and then they fall down. <laughs>